normally all the podcast episodes I do are about something that you could listen to anytime. Accent features, discussions with other people, correction sessions. This is a special interview, and that's because we're about to have the Oscars, and it's only once a year, and I thought this would be a great opportunity to talk about some accent features that we see and also some social justice issues. So you're going to notice that my voice is not my usual bubbly self. You know, my intonation is not all over the place as it normally is. But in this episode, I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit flat. I'm feeling a little bit serious in here. And you might notice that in my voice. And I really hope you do enjoy this episode about the 2023 Oscars and Michelle Yeoh's accent. So last year, I did an Instagram story about the flap tea that Chris Rock said last year or should I say slap tea, when he said, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me at the Oscars last year. So because I thought it was an interesting kind of pop culture moment to weave into some accent analysis. And this year, I'm, I doubt we're going to see that kind of drama again. But what really excites me about the 2023 Oscars is that it looks like the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once could really sweep up more than one of those little bronze statuettes. By the way, why do we even call them Oscars? Do you know? Rumor has it that it's because an academy librarian at the time, who later went on to be the executive director, said it looked like her uncle Oscar. Hmm. So what awards is the movie up for? Well, first and foremost for today, Best Actress in a Leading Role. Also, there's a Best Actor in a Supporting Role for two of the characters. They're both up for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. And finally, Best Picture. So we'll see what happens. You never know. Maybe everything everywhere all at once will walk away with absolutely nothing. You never know. Maybe somebody who's listening to this podcast next year will just be laughing at all these predictions. Who knows? And I'm doing this episode actually before the Oscars are presented. And the reason for that is that for me, the outcome isn't what this episode is all about. For me, this episode is about hope. I particularly want to talk about how Michelle Yeoh speaks. It might seem like a small thing not worthy of like a whole podcast episode, but accent bias and discrimination is still very much present in Hollywood. And I think this is because we see the faces and hear the voices that they choose for the roles. And those people's biases become amplified. It's very much in the same way as how human biases become clear to us through AI and machine learning. Um, for example, it's how we train our face recognition software. There are biases in there. It's not the machines. It's our biases coming out. And I think that as we watch media, our worldview gets skewed from Hollywood in very much the same way because the input that others are using in a way trains us. Boxes. Right. I mean, it's so easy to put um, an actor, whether it's for their culture, their race and uh, the color of their skin, into boxes that seems to fit what certain filmmakers do. So we're the audience of Hollywood and we aren't being trained on the data necessarily that reflects our diversity. And I would say that that's problematic for all of us. Well, that's a downer. But there's a small light that's growing brighter in Hollywood to kind of shine on accents of all kinds, in my opinion. And I'm really excited that we're seeing and hearing more characters with more authentic accents because it shows these characters as real kind of multidimensional characters instead of caricatures that reinforce linguistic stereotypes. 
Now, on to this year's Oscar nominee for Best Actress in a Leading Role, which is Michelle Yeoh. You may not know this, but she was born in Malaysia, and she has Chinese-Malay heritage. She's been influenced by, obviously, Cantonese and Mandarin. She went to a British boarding school and had a lot of training also for her acting. She even had a dialect coach in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon to make her Mandarin pronunciation more accurate. So every time I met someone, people would talk very loudly and very slowly. <laughs> but thank God. The things have changed. Like many people in the world, her accent has changed over time. We're all products of our experiences and we carry that with us, inside of us, and it comes out of us in our speech if we let it, and if we don't let other people shut us down. What's really interesting about my accent is sort of like, in it's not American or right, British. It's... Sometimes you hear certain words that you think, that sounds a little American, right? And then you hear something, that sounds kind of British, but that sounds a little Asian, but that's what I am. We can use our voices to tell the story of who we are and what we've been through. It's a shame that Hollywood doesn't value that more. People were already talking about Michelle Yeoh's accent back in 2017. Michelle Yeoh used her everyday accent for the part of a captain in a show called Star Trek. Let me just interject here and tell you that I grew up as a sci-fi kid and my family and I were called Trekkies. And that's the word, if you don't know, we used to call fans of the show Star Trek Trekkies. So while this next part might not really hit home with you if you haven't seen the show, what was said back in 2017 even resonates with me now. It's funny though, because there was some pushback at the time about Michelle Yeoh using her natural accent for that character, which I think is a bit odd because, to quote what Michelle Yeoh said at the time, it's about inclusion, raising the diversity, reflecting on what's happening with us as a human race and going forward with strength and compassion. It's all there. I think this is the real spirit of what it is to be Star Trek. Couldn't agree more. You know, in the sustainable development goals, one of them is gender equality right. and uh, empowerment of women. Uh, so it goes up there with the eradication of poverty. So you would hope that Star Trek, which is set 200 years later, that all this would be definitely a thing of the past. Also, the co-showrunner, Gretchen J. Berg, reminded people that, hey, if you don't understand that diversity and everyone being included is part of Starfleet and the Federation and Star Trek, then you just don't get the franchise especially in the future, when we feel that everybody would be represented on a starship from our planet and beyond. Again, I totally agree. If you know any of the other characters from Star Trek, you might know something called the Klingons. They're this race of, of humanoids that are very fierce about racial and cultural purity. And that kind of reminds us about how scary things can get when hate starts taking over instead of compassion. And I was kind of hoping that during this last pandemic that humanity had already evolved enough to really come together. You know, we did, but not enough, in my opinion, because it was only a few short years ago, if you remember, that there was huge anti-violence towards Asians. So let's fast forward to now. Michelle Yeoh is undoubtedly an amazing woman. She's been acting for over 40 years, and clearly her performance speaks louder than what people have said about her accent. Forget the color of the skin. Give me the opportunity because I am capable. And I think it should be like that for everyone. Many actors are still not given the time of day because they can't get past this bias. Listen to Michelle expressing her gratitude 
in this interview. I am very grateful that to be given the opportunity to sit at the table and to be seen. I hope that there's more inclusion of diversity in every way in Hollywood, skin color, body parts, sexuality, origin, beliefs, and of course, language and accent diversity. I mean, you know, our the movie world, the TV world, our medium, our media is like holding up a mirror to ourselves and our community and our world. And we see ourselves part of that community. Now let's talk about the analysis part of this episode. Since we speak every day, our muscles get used to being in certain positions over time. And that's a habit that adds to our particular way that each of us speaks. And the collection of all of your individual speech patterns, that's called your idiolect. It's how if you know somebody, and you can pick them out. You can pick out their voice in a crowd long before you ever see them. Or maybe you hear an actor in, in an animated film, and even though you can't see their face, you know it's them. It's their idiolect. So when you listen carefully to somebody, and you're really thinking about what you're listening to, you might even be able to notice or to hear, kind of see and feel and visualize what their oral posture is. What I mean is how we each have a tendency to hold our jaws when we speak. So over time, that solidifies a bit, and we call that our oral posture. Listen to how Michelle Yeoh talks about biases in Hollywood and see if you can notice how her, her oral posture might be different from yours or mine. Boxes, right? I mean, it's so easy to put um, an actor, whether it's for their culture, their race, and uh, the color of their skin, into boxes that seems to fit what certain filmmakers do. If you saw this interview, you would notice, you could see her lower jaw when she speaks. And then you could compare it to your own jaw as you speak. And you might notice a difference or you might even notice some similarities. Even if you can't see someone though, if you're listening, you might be able to get a sense of their oral posture by trying it out for yourself. The other thing I want you to listen to here is Michelle Yeoh's R's. Gender equality, right. empowerment of women 200 years later. Since Michelle Yeoh had a lot of influence from British English accents, you can really notice how her R's are maybe different from mine. Most British accents are R-less. You don't hear the R's as you see them in spelling, or as we would call it, non-rhotic. You're gonna hear a lot more about that in the next episode, actually. The reason that I'm talking about Michelle Yeoh's R's is because my next episode in this podcast will be a discussion between me and Mark Dallas, this fantastic dialect coach I know, where we discuss certain kinds of R's in British accents called linking R's and intrusive R's. And we're comparing American and British accents. And I'm not pointing these things out to correct them. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with how Michelle Yeoh speaks. I point these things out and describe these examples for two reasons. First, we can listen better than we usually do. So I wanna show people how to listen better by pointing out these tiny things that we can perceive. We can train our ears to notice more and more of these differences. The second purpose for me highlighting Michelle Yeoh's accent is because when we do that, when we train our ears more, then we increase our tolerance for ambiguity. And when I say tolerance for ambiguity, it means that we become more empathetic listeners. 
we start from a place of trying to understand rather than trying to listen for excuses not to take responsibility for our side of the conversation. Because we put a lot of responsibility on the speaker when we could all be better listeners. I want us to put active listening and comprehension and compassion and connection as the priority in our interactions. Of course, I hope Michelle Yeoh wins for the best actress in a leading role in 2023. She deserves to. Her acting is fantastic. And if you didn't know this, she even does her own stunts. But in the end, it doesn't matter if Michelle Yeoh wins the Oscar this year, because in a way, she's already won something better. And not just for herself, but for countless of other people whose literal voices need to be represented more in the mass media that we all consume. I want to end with the hope that Michelle Yeoh herself shares about how the film industry is changing. I'm very proud and so happy that I see a, a sea of change where, you know, we have been talking about diversity, inclusivity, uh, breaking away from stereotypes and all that. But it's not just lip service. It is happening.